Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Um, oof. Is my sound okay? Yeah, you sound all right. I can hear you. Okay. Check one, two. Um, this has been a bad day. <laughs> Week 10 of the NFL will go down as uh, the worst of the season for me, regardless of what happens from here in. Um, yeah, everything that could go wrong went wrong today. Uh, don't even really know where to start. Uh, so we'll just do the disasters by rotation order. Okay. Yeah, and it was yeah right away in the morning, goofy game. Thursday was honestly off-putting to start with, and then... There was a couple, I had a few things go right, but most of it's just the stuff that I really believed in was was tough today. And some of the stuff is just like, hey, it's Denver under, and I'm betting this because this number is going to go down. Like, other, you know, it wasn't like a, a strong handicap. It's like, I'm betting Denver under because it will move. Um, Denver unders, by the way, I think they've only lost once all year. And some of those have closed like, goddamn, I mean, this closed amazingly low. Just a just a really sad sack team, but yeah, let's so start in in Deutschland where we took. Uh, at least we didn't lay juice. I don't know. I didn't take the points at all. We just went straight money line. Gino looked good later on, but they really had his number early. And um, White, he was a menace. Like he constantly in the backfield, constantly making plays. Like the, the we saw Tampa Bay defense. We haven't seen a lot over the course of the last what month and a half. That was uh that was tough. It was a step up in class, I guess. And Tampa Bay now has fucking lockdown on that division, I suppose. They're five hundred. That's a two game lead, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What is your current opinion on Tampa Bay potentially winning the NFC? It still would be tough. Um, because I mean, if they do win the division, it's almost just because e- Eagles, Vikings, and then like there's there's no way to catch the Eagles or Vikings, obviously. But like for them to not be the four seed, there'd have to be a really strong run by them. And then Niners and Seahawks would just have to lose every other game from here on out. Like it just yeah, I, I don't Cowboys see it. I, I four don't, five feels like it's coming. Yeah, I, I just I just don't see a situation where the Buccaneers get more than one home game. You know, and, and weird stuff can happen, and they they could you know a wild card could make it to the NFC title game, but it feels like the Bucks are going on the road in the second round, so you're heading to you know Philly. <laughs> so yeah, they kind of match up all right versus Minnesota, who is still God bless them has some holes, although million year old Patrick Peterson sealed it for him today. But yeah, it's 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 a tough road to hoe if you have to go. Have to play the first weekend because the one seed certainly isn't happening, and then from there it's it's one home playoff game versus this Cowboys team who's getting backdoored and might lose this game if all things go wrong. And then you have to face you know at the Niners, at Philly, at Minnesota, something along those lines. So playoff playoff road is tough. I guess I have an AF or a Tampa Bay NFC ticket. We bet them earlier in the year when it was like, you know, hey, if this team gets healthy, they have a lot of weapons. A couple of those injuries have been season-ending injuries at this point, and that's that's not going to help us. 
Well, they got something out of Rashad White finally today. Chris Godwin looks looks healthy. There was some hugely impactful plays by Julio Jones. Um, I don't know, man. I think, I, and I, I said this to you in the DMs. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, I think we lost this game because Fournette got hurt. <laughs> like, sure. I, I have no idea if it was just another instance of a team being stubborn. This guy's our starter, and we don't care. But yeah. Basically, anybody who ran the ball that wasn't uh, Lenny Fournette looked really good. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe maybe they have something there. If if their running game is, you know, passable, the it's a much better team than it was a couple weeks ago. And yes, it's a it's a team that uh, you can run on, and we've seen that a little bit. But I was a little disappointed still in this defense. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, I I guess if you bet the bucks because you were like travel time change blah 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 i guess you were right i mean the seahawks spotted the bucks a 14 point lead with some pretty uninspiring play and in the in the hours that were 6 30 west coast time um i don't know man that was a weird game it doesn't really change my confidence that the seattle seahawks can still win the west get the three seed um but uh I think this is what we're looking at now, really, in the NFC, if you want me to paint a picture. And again, don't take my powers of prognostication, especially seriously, in this moment, because I can't win a goddamn fucking thing today. Um, But let's say that the Eagles hold on to the one, Vikings two, Seahawks three, Bucks four. Bucks host the Cowboys in the four or five. That's the wild card game of the millennia. That's probably what everyone wants. Brady versus kick Brady versus Dallas. My God, that's going to be all the eyeballs. Um, rematch of a week one game that I had a dead. Read yeah, on. Congratulations. Just Fox. Who just walked away with my money at that point. Um, but uh, your four or five is probably bucks. Cowboys. Your three, six is probably Seahawks Niners one way or the other uh, in Seattle or in San Francisco. And then uh, your two seven is uh, Minnesota versus whoever who fucking cares. Um, it's probably, and I think realistically, like if Tampa's round, round two is you go to you go to a rested uh, Philly team on the road, that's not great. Euro, it's over. But if the Niners are the six seed and they beat the Seahawks in the three six, and they go to Philly, and then you take on the Vikings in a two three. Now, all of a sudden, the Bucks are looking pretty live for an NFC Championship game, at which point, if it is a Niners upset over Philly, that would be in Tampa. And you could potentially have Tom Brady v. Jimmy G for the NFC title in Tampa. What would you make that game if that all transpires? I mean, what? Niners minus two? On the road in Tampa? Yeah. At that point, if the Niners have... If they've, if One, sorry, two sorry, have road the, games. Uh, the Niners are the wild card. They're like a nine and eight. They're six, yeah, six, six seed. Okay, we'll make it a pick. Ten and seven, six seed. They've beaten the uh, the Seahawks and the Eagles to get uh, to punch their ticket to go play at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know we're so far down the hypothetical rabbit hole. I I'm like, basically reliving last year's NFC playoffs. I know, by I, the way, I gotta like this I gotta is like, basically what exactly what happened. By the way. I know I got to set priors for these wildcard teams in the future. It's complicated, but yeah, pick them. Okay. 
And that's another dream matchup. That'd be a fun one too. But yeah, Jimmy today TB. the Bucks two game win streak, and as the playoffs sit right now, they would be obviously like we said, or well, this doesn't make like a sense. All right, yeah, whatever. The 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 NFC. The, the wild card thing that I love so much that the NFL puts out is so broken right now. It has the Eagles as the one seed, the Giants as the three seed, and the Cowboys as the four. That's just not how things work, guys. It's not possible. That's not possible. All right, I'm done with that. So, All right, <laughs> on to, on to uh, the, the noon games, the 1 o'clock games, the 10 a.m. games for Drew. Oh, yeah, the Giants are going to get your seventh seed. Yeah. That's your that's your Vikings-Giants matchup, yeah. I don't have my rotation number up. What was game one on the noon slate? I don't know. I guess the long, the long, the long end of the story is I think the Bucks are still very, very, very live for an NFC championship, as are the San Francisco 49ers. Everybody else hugely suspect. Um, Dallas inclusive, who may blow a 14-point lead to the offensively challenged Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Um, the first game in rotation in the one o'clock slate was Jacksonville at KC. This one went under the total to my chagrin, even though I had a massively awesome closing line value on this closed 52. Uh, I got it on the other side of 51 and I needed a late touchdown to get my, to get the middle, which would have cashed for me and lost for the close. Um, Awful, awful game. I don't even really know how, but I guess Pat Mahomes moves into the MVP favorite even more solidly after winning by 10 at home. Yeah, I mean, if you want to just go counting stats, he had four touchdowns, over 300 yards. A lot of counting stats in this. Yeah, and and he won again while the Bills lost. So for sure he's your favorite at this point. It's probably him, Hurts, and then – and then uh, Josh Allen at this point, but a lot of games to, a lot of games we've played yet. It'll be uh, interesting to see how the rest of this goes. Looks like we're gonna find overtime in uh, up in the frozen tundra there. I didn't watch a ton of this game. It looks like they still couldn't get the running game going for uh, Jacksonville. Christian Kirk, big big day. Christian Kirk apparently uh, uh, good, I guess, because he paid him a bunch, but. Still need a little more than that. You need more than 17 and you can play Kansas City. And at three and seven now, this is a throwaway season because you're in the AFC. And I believe even with the super broken wild card standings, like there's five and four teams that are sitting on the outside looking in right now. So you're just ahead of the Raiders and the Texans at this point, Jacksonville. You can probably start looking for draft picks. And I don't know. Have fun. Yeah. Game over. Season over. Kansas City, they're getting into, you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna f around and just hang whatever we feel like in the second quarter and pull away from you in this game mode. Uh, they turned. They lost a tournament battle three zero. Didn't matter. Uh, would you believe it? Kansas City didn't commit a single penalty in this game. Not one. Just a well coached team. Just a really, really well coached team. Uh, per- just a perfect, perfect game by them. Um, yeah, I mean, they deserve to win, but I don't think they deserve to cover. That was it was a bizarre game. Uh, Houston at the Giants, another one. Uh, I looked. I, I looked at that long, solid, long and hard before the game started. I, was, I got some solid CLV on my over here. 
<clears throat> I played 40 and a half. As you can count, if you know addition, this game landed 40. Andy, there were several red zone turnovers in this one. Several. I, I think you, I think there were three. It was awful. This was an awful watch. This is another like, are you at like everything that could go wrong did go wrong kind of deal yeah. today. Um the fact that the Texans even got in position to kick a field goal to threaten the cover uh, before ultimately not recovering the um, the uh, onsides was wild. Um, there were there were well over 700 yards of offense in this game. The yeah, the brutal the brutal Texans not scoring in the red zone and turning the ball over absolutely just sucked. Uh, it was a rough watch. I guess the Giants know how to win. Giants are now seven and two. Giants are favored this week. Giants are going to be an eight and two team potentially if they take care of business. Um, absolutely amazing. Uh, they are going to the playoffs. I think this was probably the win that really cinched it for them. Not that there was a ton of, you know, questions about them getting the win, although Houston got bet this week. Um, yeah, there's some heavy Houston money, and I don't know that it was wrong when you were getting sevens. I got overexcited, took a horrible number here. I bet the Giants minus six and a half and had to sit it. there. Yeah, I had to sit there and clench my asshole the whole damn game because they're not the kind of team that's been pulling away and covering big numbers. That's I think that's probably the point of the handicap. I made more money on Saquon, though, because – I mean, I always do this where we talk up a prop and then the chat gets excited about a prop and then I forget to bet it. I didn't today. I bet Saquon over. I bet Saquon over rushing plus receiving. And then I, whatever it would let me, you know, it's hard to bet much on these alternate total yards things, but whatever it let me on a few different ladders. Unfortunately, he didn't get to over 157 yards. That was as high as I went. So the final one did lose, but made some. Yeah. Oh, he had 152 rushing. He only had eight receiving. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I needed 150 over 157 rushing was like six to one. Oh <laughs> man! But I mean, I had over four, 147, 37, 27. Was he the top rusher of the day, or was that? Uh, um, did that go to? Fields one of these other guys? Honestly, I, I think the next closest rusher was a quarterback. Because, uh, you know, like Cook, Cook had a good day, but he didn't crack more than uh, Aaron Jones currently has 124 and might have yeah, Cook had like here. an eight or eight, 80 something yarder. He did not yeah, threaten. Cook had 119. No, 119 on 14 wow. carries. Justin Fields, 147. 47. Second closest. Wilson had 119. Sack no, is your was, guy. Jonathan it. Taylor ended up with 147. <laughs> we will get to that. Oh, we will get to that. That was um, that was high on the on the rankings of which games were fever dreamish the most okay. today. Um, New Orleans went into Pittsburgh and got Kenny Picketed, uh, twenty to ten. New Orleans looked completely uninspired, uninterested in being there, uh, like a team that just doesn't know what they're doing with their season. Pittsburgh was bet unbelievably hard in this game. Straight Pittsburgh up. opened this game. Yeah. Plus three. They closed this game. One and a half point favorites. Uh, was it all of the TJ Watt effect that was moving the market here? I mean, it's just the well, fact then, that they were that, expecting... But then Minka was out late. Like, I, I, this was one-way action Steelers. Like, somebody knew the final score. That was absolutely crazy. I, I feel like it was it was New Orleans fade. 
because Andy Dalton has gotten worse as things have gone here. He's, he's, he's never looked, played Pittsburgh well. No, and he's looked progressively worse. It was a road game heading into it. Um, still have a lot of injuries in the in the wide receiving. And I, I guess I didn't see it, but I certainly wasn't going to buck it because I knew a lot of smart people were not only playing, you know, just taking the small dog, but taking them straight up when they can get like plus one twenties. So, I, I I passed on this game, but I certainly wasn't going to back New Orleans. No, no, so no, no, I, no. That no. felt good. I, I stayed away um, from that. Some of our friends Suma and and Pizza were both very very uh, high on Pittsburgh in this one. So yep. cat tip to them. They got better numbers in the close by a mile. Detroit Chicago is another one where they were both pretty heavy on Detroit in this game. And Detroit wins outright. There were moments in this game where I thought, wow, I can't believe people put hard earned money on Lions after you know these guys talked me into betting the Lions. Truthfully, Drew. I'm yeah. not sure betting either side in that game could be classified <laughs> as the right side. I'm happy that they won, but that was a messy game where you know, a lot of weird things. Again, you had to rely on a pick six, pick which was six fun. It was uh, Ohio State on Ohio State. Um, but, yeah, that game turned on a dime there with that uh, 14 points in a real short amount of time, and then you just knew it when they missed the extra point. Like, oh, no. That over came home, but I did not have a terrifically sized bet on that. So I was a little disappointed. Um, oh, yeah. The over, over 48, 48 and a half, whatever you bet there. None, uh, none of that no was terribly close. We cracked 60. Uh, the most dynamic player in football right now is Justin Fields. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's the, so fun. He's, he's so, so fun. fun. He also is responsible for six points the other way. So he's like literally an over betting on his, on his own. Yeah, it's like, it's like, what was Jameis? What was Jameis Winston's ceiling? And I think we're seeing it here. Yeah, I think so too. So, yeah, he he is. And and as Patrick points out, that interception was horrible. There were some really bad, really really bad interceptions thrown today. The one Tom Brady threw, where he just didn't hit see the that linebacker, linebacker in this linebacker. Just I mean, he just kind of leapt up lightly and grabbed that. Um, the field the one fact was that really guy bad. didn't take it to the house. Sucked too. Just take that to the house, buddy. Um, and one of Andy Dalton's was pretty bad. And then, truthfully, the the one in the one in overtime from Josh Allen, that was pretty rough. I'm not sure what he was looking at there. Yeah, yeah. Kirk. Boy, every one of Kirk's has been horrible. Um, <laughs> and then yes, the the Tom Brady covered by Tariq Woolen. Was that was that Fournette? That one, yeah, it that was. one was that one was the worst. I mean, just don't throw that ball, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland went into Miami and got their absolute tails kicked. Uh, Cleveland got bet a little bit, but not. I bet them, and I guess close. I want to give credit to McDaniel because a smart coach just runs the ball in this game, I guess. And I guess he's a smart coach. I lost an under on this one thanks to some busted touchdown runs. Well, after the game was in, this was like kind of out of reach. Yeah, most uh, most hurt, sucked. Most hurt and Wilson um, do a little. What was one nineteen plus two hundred yards rushing total? Uh, yeah, they averaged seven point three a carry as a squad. Neither wow. with, without. Uh, their longest run was a 24-yarder. Cleveland's back to terrible run defense, even though they were at full strength today. 
go fucking figure. Minnesota Buffalo is one we maybe need to spend the most time on in the, the morning slate here. Buffalo lost this game because Josh Allen fumbled a snap in the end zone. But even then, like, well, well, it, I wanted to stop right there. Do Minnesota, the exercise. What play would you have run there? Would you have done the sneak? Or I, I was saying this before you got in the room to Dan. I was saying, well, I said I got to ask somebody who would actually know, but I would have run like a shotgun snap where he rolls out and throws it to like one of three tight ends who are over on that side and throw it down at like where he's got to grab it low and he falls down at the three yard line to give me some breathing room kind of play. There was not much room there and Minnesota was getting pushed uh, and getting some push up front. That said, also don't fumble the ball. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, even even if he poor. even if he grabs that to push, they were getting up front. I think that's a safety. There was a lot of fuckery here for the Bills. Like the Bills were clearly in control of this game. No excuse to let Dalvin Cook run for eighty. No excuse to have that poor of a play call on fourth. Because because like, especially because like the Bills fourth down in the red zone play call, they literally called the play that they saw. Josh, uh, that they saw Lamar Jackson fail running, and yeah. it was the same outcome. Like it was literally like, wait, 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 the Ravens ran this against you and it failed. Why are you running this now against the Vikings and it failed in the same way? Uh, very weird. Um, everything about that game was, yeah, it was a fever dream. I don't understand what happened. Forget about. Josh Allen MVP. Forget about Bill's one seed, probably. They're going to lose the one seed because of these last two weeks of losses. Then this one was even more uh, head-scratchy. Um, the play before the Allen pick in the end zone in overtime was pass interference, and they didn't call it. I don't know that I really want to make a big deal out of that because the officiating today overall was awful no, in because, every fucking game I watched. I was like... Like, why did the the, the officials literally just all go out on benders over the weekend and just like show up and suck? True. If you put yourselves at the moment where, all right, we've already had the weirdness of the fumble in the end zone. Uh, You're at the point where they have that time left. Like, we probably shouldn't have gotten to overtime because that long pass to Davis on the sidelines, no way, shape, or form was that a catch. They didn't even look at it. Like, I mean, that. I mean, that that probably to your probably to your point. Like the the fact that the referees and the umpires and the 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 review people didn't even look at that. Like, it clearly (laughs) slipped out. Hit the. It wasn't that. In watching it live, you're like, oh yeah, that's not a catch. And they didn't even freaking stop play to look at it. That was (laughs) yeah, embarrassing. Embarrassing. So it was it was both sides, but yeah, it was it was some goofy stuff. It's yeah, I can't you can't complain about the refs no matter what you bet today because the refs sucked both ways in almost every fucking game. Um this was a weird week. I don't know. I don't Minnesota, know. If Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota full horseshoe at this point. A full like, horseshoe. They could carry, they could get the one seed if the Eagles trip on their dick at all. Minnesota having having the head to head loss as your only loss is something, but yeah, that's I mean, your Minnesota, only loss. Like, they could, like, could you wake up? I mean, their schedule is not that hard. Could you wake up in Minnesota is sixteen and one? It's not uh, crazy. I mean, Cowboys, Cowboys, Patriots are not great matchups. What happens in that world if the Vikings are sixteen and one? Are people literally putting them in the 
like this team's good. They should win the Super Bowl. We're going to give them awards. Like, is that where we're at with them? Yeah, but who are you going to give an award to? Like, maybe I, I'm just saying, coach. like somebody, like if they go 16 and one, somebody has to get an award. I just yeah, wanted to understand who. Jeff Jefferson, player, offensive player of the year. If he has more of these games, there's no MVP candidates on this team. That's just a thing. It would it would be coach or Jefferson, offensive player of the year. That's the that's the awards you can give. KOC yeah. steals coach if they KOC get the steals coach. If he Dude, if he ends up passing up the refs with this fucking holding this week, it's just been so fucking bad. It's now in the Green Bay game. Like, okay, all right, if you want to call that, I guess there was an emphasis sent a league wide about offensive holding. We're gonna really cut down on that this week. Like, what the fuck, guys? KOC means Knights of Columbus around these parts, guys. <sighs> oh, man. Um, all right, what's up next? That game was. I'm still processing. And truthfully, like, and here's another one too, where I feel like it's, I feel like the Bills game was a game I want to bet on because I had very much convinced myself all week I was going to watch this market closely. I was going to watch the quarterback stuff closely and then I was going to fire. And I said, if I can get two and a half on Case Keenum, I'll fire. And then all week, like, if this is 20, if this is 2021. All week, I know in my heart of hearts, Josh Allen isn't playing. Yeah. And I wanted to feel that way, but that Justin Herbert thing just kept itching at the back of my brain. I'm like, what if quarterbacks start to rise up and like tell coaches this is how it is and I'm playing all of a sudden? And it's not a team's decision anymore. Like, what if he just plays? I I was like 99% he's not playing. I was very baffled when that news came out. And, yeah. and then there was, you know, people were grabbing threes and I just couldn't do it. I said, I feel this feels like a fucking trap. Not like the trap that people talk about in the the way of betting. Oh, there's a trap game. Vegas is setting you up. It felt like, a, oh, he's active, but he's just going to be in for a few packages, and I'm yeah. going to sit here and grind. Like I'm going to have a three and a half, and I'm gonna be fucking mad about it. Yeah, it felt, uh, like, also, it felt though, like a bad. It felt like a bad news pick for me. Yeah, the hilarious mixed extra point that had a four point final score as a possibility was yeah. not lost on me <laughs> like hmm okay yeah, yeah minnesota, Ch- minnesota uh, and chicago missing extra points were big yeah they really were um that was that game was a fucking mess uh you think green bay i mean dallas goes four here fourth and three would you i think the answer is go for it right uh, yeah but green I think bay 35 i think the kicks kick. They I kick? think they I think they will kick because it's Dallas. It's Mike McCarthy and his homecoming, man. Oh, Mike McCarthy revenge game. All right, what, what's up next? Why they decide? Uh, I guess I yeah I don't have many. I, I mean that that market that game it was all so fucked. Uh, Josh Allen fucked his MVP candidacy. Uh, with the way that that played out, Denver Tennessee was the next one of the the final rotation in the. Uh, in the early slot here. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't watch much of this because I don't happened. I don't like watching games that I've bet the under on. Oh. As Dallas does not convert on fourth down, Green Bay will take over. Well, fuck. Sudden death has ensued in Green Bay. Dear God, this Minnesota, this Minnesota lead. If Michael Parsons wants to do something, by all means, now would be a fine time to do that. Um, 
Let's just create havoc, buddy. Go get them. Um, this is a weird box score too, and it's just it's turned into teams maybe realizing you don't need to put up forty points to beat these uh to beat these Broncos, especially at home. Russell Wilson threw the ball forty two times today, man. Oh my hey, god, two hundred eighty six yards. Like Tannehill back helps. He was fine. He wasn't anything special. Derrick Henry didn't have a great game. Nobody had a great game unless your name is Nick Westbrook Akinney, who had a couple of touchdowns. But this is just a slog, an ugly slog. And how many would we have? 313 total yards. Den- Denver actually had more yards than Tennessee. They just were less effective. Both teams were horrible on third down. Both teams just kind of horrible to watch. There were 17 penalties in this one. I'm glad I didn't watch this. Oh, I did. I missed a full headset headset spike from from McCarthy. That's something. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's Tennessee. I guess Tennessee was the side here. I had some on this under. I'm, I'm just gonna bet Broncos unders until they until they start opening them at 35. I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee just keeps winning goddamn games. Yeah, I mean they're still after the one seed. Are they the one seed if it starts today, or is that Kansas City? What's the current seating? The current seating in the the AFC would make the Chiefs. They're seven and two. So the Chiefs won. Yeah, Tennessee six two. Bills three. Yeah, Dolphin Dolphins two at seven and three. Dolphins are your AFC East leaders right now. Dolphins are oh shit, you're right. Yeah, so Dolphins two. Chiefs one. Dolphins two. Titans three. Ravens four. Yep, and then Jet. Jets, Bills, Chargers. Dolphins have um, a bye still coming up. Yeah, Jets, Bills, Chargers are your wild cards right now. Um, Chargers lose. I think they actually slip behind the Patriots, though, in this currently. But they will not start the playoffs early this year, as they never really do. But not a lot to say on this game. Green um, Bay is going to win. Unbelievable. Um, Mason, Mason crossbar lining up. Uh, Indy. Indy Raiders, here's the other fever dream one where it's just oh we're starting we're starting Matt Ryan. Uh yeah. Um we talked about this game a lot this week. I lost a lot of money on this game. The Raiders can go fuck themselves into oblivion. Um the Colts can too. Uh they had a press conference and said, confirmed, Sam Ellinger will remain the starter. But ultimately, I think that they realized we can't actually get plays called because we don't know how to do it with Ellinger. We're going to need to just lean on Ryan to be the de facto OC this week because it's too short of a week and there's too much chaos. And okay, surprise, Ryan's the starter. That's kind of my guess as to how it went down. Uh, it's a very confusing situation because as far as I could tell you, owner general manager said, must play Ellinger. We want to see this guy play. And then they go completely off the reservation hiring Saturday. And now he decides, you know what? The best quarterback on this roster is Matt Ryan. No fucking shit. Um, I think my opinion about this game entirely would have been different if we knew Matt Ryan was going to be the starter from jump street. Um, I don't know, man. 
This yeah, it, it it felt like there was probably some progression behind the scenes where where Saturday says, "Oh man, we don't have a play caller. We're gonna have to, you know, hey Matt Ryan's gonna have to help out with this." And then you know, you just slowly introduce the idea before you finally tell her, say the bad news that you're going against his will. You say like, "Hey, we're, hey, hey, Jim, we're having uh, we're having Matt Ryan help. He's essentially he's gonna be assistant offensive coordinator this week." And then you, how'd it go today? Jeff, horrible. I mean, Ellinger just not getting it. He's not. This is going to be a disaster. We're going to lose a hundred to nothing. He's like, we, we'd almost have to have Matt Ryan on the field with him to help him run the plays. He's like, I got an idea, Jeff. Maybe we can go back to Matt. Like, it just felt like they, because there was talk about this all week, where it was like, hey, Matt Ryan's going to be uh, a big help with this team, and he's going to have to help with this shit, and. They ended up going to they end up going to him in the end, which again, super surprise. It surprised the shit out of me. But when you go back and look at it, it's like, man, it was the right thing to do. It's just not what they wanted. Oh man, that Cowboys loss puts a fucking cherry on my fucking week. Good but, lord. It, and it feels like it, it feels like one of those NBA fuckery ones where they get fined. <laughs> like in the NBA, this is a fine. Of course. Hey, you, you said you were starting your this quarterback and then you weren't. Yeah, you can't do that. Oh, surely. I mean, I, you would think that there would be some consequence. There's not going to be. Uh, it, they got a preferential flag all day. By the way, I watched a lot of that game, and this was classic. Like, uh, the Raiders do something. Let's go ahead and call them. Um, and yeah, I mean, McDaniel's deserves to be fired. The Raiders are a fucking embarrassment. Um, the you, you know what. You know what play especially stuck with me, Andy? Matt Ryan scrambled. Matt, Matt Ryan with a 40-yard scramble? For 40 from? yards in this game with the game on the line. you could, If you put him down, it's game's over. You can, you can put this game away. You may not cover, but you're going to win. They let him get away with a 40-yard scramble, which set them up for the game-winning touchdown. Just an absolutely embarrassing effort from everyone involved on the Vegas side of things. Um, if you told me that uh, Belichick sent McDaniel's to Vegas to fuck that franchise over, I'd be like, "That's weird," but okay, I get it now. <laughs> like uh, that's the only explanation for what's happening because this is not going well. Like the fact that he lost that team this quickly, embarrassment. Uh, particularly given that this, given that this is his now, uh, you know, second third try at this. I guess second and a half since he didn't actually ever take the indie job. Um, fuck all these people. This was an embarrassment. It was awful. This was awful. It was bad. And I know last week I said, hey, maybe coach of the year or next coach fired market <clears throat> is maybe something to stay away from because the next coach to get fired may not be till Black Monday when the season's over. You could fire McDaniels at any point. Absolutely. <laughs> I've. I lost count of how many key third downs. It was literally just like they blitzed <laughs> and, the, and the Raiders were like, Oh my God, pressure. What? Like, yes, it's third and long. It's fucking coming. Of course. Like have a fucking plan. Like it's just embarrassing. They got the Raiders got outgained in this game. 415 to four, 309. Jonathan Taylor looked like completely renewed. Like he was like, that was the wake up call he needed was Frank Wright getting fired. Matt Ryan was out there playing like 
I got one more chance to keep my job. I'm going to fucking play as perfect a game as I know how, including putting myself at, in harm's way uh, in the in the pivotal moments. He had a rushing touchdown and 40 yards running in this game. Matt fucking Ryan. Unbelievable. The Raiders tackling, particularly on some of the passing plays that conceded touchdowns, were was horrific. The Raiders just in general, like... These guys, they just, they are soft. They suck. I can't believe I fucking counted on them to bring in an effort in this game. They look like they waltzed in expecting to win. Awful. Just yeah, awful. The, the Devontae Adams trade looks so bad now just because, yeah, you didn't do anything around it. Like, you're, you're not taking it and doing anything with it. But ish. Yeah, your so. offensive line is trash. Your defense is, is utterly talentless. And, uh, yeah, I mean... You have no other options, but there were even that, even in that same fucking sentiment, there, this was a weird game. It was weird, but just a bunch of untimely, just bizarre penalties against the Raiders. Like, I, I don't know, man, didn't love it. Didn't love it in any way. Rams lost again. <clears throat> I think um, we put Stafford on ice. Yeah. You might have seen the last of Stafford for the season. The fact that there was a Bryce Perkins check-in, there was a lot of surprisery today. Uh, but Wolford, not horrible in a backup role. Honestly, Colt McCoy, pretty good in his backup Colt role. Colt McCoy I thought, was fine. I thought, I thought he was out for the day, too. He ended up popping back up, coming in. Um, DeAndre Hopkins doing what he's expected to do. Rondell Moore. Had a really nice catch that's going to get overshadowed by the all the other great catches and the fact that probably nobody watched this goddamn game. But I watched just, a lot of it. It was yeah. fucking horrible. Just like almost all of the rest of the NFL product. Like this, literally. This was, like this, why am I was, watching was, this? Why am I spending any time on this? This is awful. We, we knew about the Stafford stuff, but the the concussion stuff kind of came out of nowhere. So like this time last week, if you'd have said it's it's Wolford and McCoy, I'd be like why. What happened? Because, like, did you know? Did, did Stafford have surgery on his elbow finally? Like, now nah, it was a concussion. And then you know, Kyler had a, a hamstring thing pop up in the middle of the week, and but it was fine. But then as close we, we got into the weekend, like, oh no, he's doubtful now. So yeah, the fact that we had a divisional game between two teams that you know needed it to claw back into this wild card race, we had two backups starting wasn't great to watch, but at the same time. This offense for the Rams is rough, and truthfully, they didn't score 17. Those last seven were on a garbage touchdown that didn't count for anything. I want to say there was how many? How many? How many seconds left do you think there were when that touchdown was scored? Seven. There were seven seconds left. Was that? Uh, Ooh, did that take this team over the total? That pushed it over. I think it was 43. Good Ouch. lord. Good lord. So, so if you had the what under there, I'm sorry. what a gross, what a gross fucking game. What a Tough gross the over game. though. Congrats to you. We had this the one, this one, by the way, this one plummeted from 45 to 38. So that landed in the middle, thanks to that. Yeah. I had a uh I had a plus four Dude. didn't need it, I guess. Was this like oh my god, someone made someone literally is someone literally is belly laughing at how much money they made in the NFL this week. How about what if the bills would have landed on four? That one, that uh, yeah. Then someone's buying an island on this one. People are yeah. people are getting rich on. And then yeah, cup oh cup was injured as well. And Dude. this this offense without cup looks obviously even worse. It was their only offense horrible. going. So this might be an under team, uh, a bet against team. 
even with Stafford back, if he does end up coming All back. Right. How the fuck did the Cowboys blow a 14-point lead, Andy? How did this happen? I don't know. Should we even talk about that game? Christian Watson had three touchdowns in this game, Andy. Christian Watson. Um, fun fun fact, as we will delve into Andy's fantasy corner. Yes. I'm, I'm the commissioner of a league, and there was something going on with CBS where someone couldn't pick up a quarterback. He does what anybody should do. You text the commissioner, hey, I can't pick up Aaron Rodgers. He was dropped weeks ago. He shouldn't be on waivers. I have Kyler Murray. He's not starting. I need the quarterback. Can you as commissioner execute this for me? All right. You have to drop someone. You have to tell me who to drop. And you have to text it to me so I have proof. I'll just drop Christian Watson. (laughs) 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 And I looked. It's not like he was going to start him anyway, but probably could have traded him after this week. I mean, he got a good day out of Rodgers. Hopefully, I should check. Hopefully, he won his matchup. But... um, it just made it made it funny that he just picked a throwaway receiver and that guy blew up today. But yeah, Christian Watson all over your face, Dallas. Dallas had a what should have been a two score lead as they went down into the red zone through a pick early, ended up almost trailing in half. They got it even at half with a nice drive late. Then they built another fourteen point lead for real this time and just bottled it. It's uh. It's tough for me to think this team is live to win multiple playoff games. Who? Dallas? Go well, Green Bay, too. <laughs> no, <laughs> Green Bay is not making the playoffs. They're four and six. Oh, they are in deep trouble. Sneaking uh, in there. They go back on the road next week. They're done. Stick a fork. Um, but Dallas certainly didn't inspire any confidence. Yeah. First touchdown scores. Kevin Hilmers is asking. Noops is playing Josh Palmer. Gerald Everett, Kyle Juszczyk, as somebody mentioned, Jimmy G, and Justin Herbert. So the quarterbacks, Everett, Palmer, and Juszczyk, just those five. I'm going to play those right now. Um, Dak Prescott was awful for a lot of this game. Yeah, he made some nice throws, but he th- th- those interceptions were bad, and he had some bad reads. He didn't respond well to some of the pressure, it felt like. And yeah, the the Green Bay offense moved a little. That's not something we've seen this year. No, Aaron Jones had an X-ray last week on his ankle. He was fine. Guy was uh, dynamic as ever on the ground. Um, I yeah, I can't believe this was the outcome. Dallas lost this game. Amazing. Yeah, when they're up at fourteen. I mean, this was the Buffalo game. Oh, you're up at fourteen against a team who's. Not really been able to move it a ton against you. You should be fine. No way you lose by three in overtime. All right, man. Chargers, Niners don't have an opinion. I cannot believe this game's out to eight, but it is. Um, Niners apparently are going to win by 11 because that's what the market has said this week so far. The stuff that you're like, holy shit, I guess this is that. It has been right. Um, So pass. Um, We'll check Uh, in at halftime. Pipkins is out. It's not good for their offensive line. No. I also did not play Monday Night Football. Philly, Washington could not give a fuck. Um, let's keep moving on. Would you... I don't know. Just looking at... Washington seems a little livelier than Houston, even. 
uh, just feeling Philly in these games where they're big favorites. Maybe it's a no-show spot for them again where they clearly just win. But I'm not excited about taking points with Washington on the road. I mean, the big question about this week broadly was, was this one of bullshit or was this regression to the mean for everyone, right? Like this was like a pivot point in terms of the league saying, okay, we were supposed to be this. We're going to get, we're going to at least try to get there. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, turn the league on its head in one day in a lot of ways. The slate got flipped on its head guys. It did. I haven't bet anything yet. Tennessee Green Bay is the Thursday night football game this week. You have Mike Vrabel taking on Matt LaFleur. This is now a two and a half point game in favor of Green Bay with a 41, 41 and a half total. Tennessee's offense is in miserable shape right now. I mean, a matchup between two teams with quarterbacks they hate and wide receiver rooms that are untalented uh, and defenses that are missing huge pieces. Um, Tennessee going to be able to run it down Green Bay's throat all the game, presumably. Maybe they're a look at a dog price. I don't know. I don't have a strong interest. Maybe in if, if you wanted to put a teaser together right now and you wanted that shit to get graded as soon as possible, Niners, Niners, Titans. Have fun. Niners minus one, Titans plus eight. Or Niners minus two, excuse me, uh, Titans plus eight. That's a fun little teaser, but I don't have the right book open to do that. Okay. To get the mm-hmm. right price. Uh, yeah, I just uh, probably Green Bay is beatable on the ground. Maybe maybe Tennessee doesn't get a ton of respect off winning against a bad team at home. Not really doing much on offense. Very forgettable game for them. Henry had a forgettable game. You know, the, the quarterback's healthy. Henry against a good – I mean, this was this was the toughest spot left for Derrick Henry on the schedule was a Broncos defense. The rest of them are teams he can truck on, Green Bay definitely being one of them. I mean, what did, what did Pollard do today? Quick turnaround. Terry doesn't seem 100% right, but I can't really tell you. Yeah, I mean, Pollard, Pollard had 115 today. Dude, I'm looking at the red number in my fucking accounts right now. I'm gonna need um I'm gonna need you to send customer funds from the exchange so that we can plug this hole. We're gonna win it back. Um it's, it never turns out bad. <laughs> We're going to jail. Oh. <laughs> this is bad, man. This you kinda have the same day. haircut as that girl. She had the she had the she had the short pop. And when that started coming out, I'm like, oh god, I shouldn't say that. Uh-oh. 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 I'm just gonna hate this. Um, no, that's funny. No, I'm no no interest in betting that Packers game. Uh Carolina is 12 point dogs against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore's coming off a bye. Carolina sucks. I get it. No interest. Nine and a half. Buffalo over Cleveland. Wow. Uh is that really nine and a half? Holy it, fucking it, shit, it that's is. a lot of points. And yes, Buffalo... Buffalo's saw, defense is sucked, right? Real, really of late. So we saw the, the Browns team get run on. Good. Carr should hard. have been crying. Carr should be crying because he was a miserable, miserable wreck today. Not, not a, not a leader. Season. I'm glad he was crying. Um, the Bills emo, don't run the piece ball. of shit. The Bills don't run the ball a ton. I guess Josh Allen does. And, you know, they added a piece to try to run the ball more. 
but even then they still don't they still only ran their their bell cow 13 times against the Minnesota Vikings in a situation where they had big chunks of the second half in plus you know a plus game state they still don't run the ball so i wonder if it's not it's not an advantage they can really press upon uh the browns where their run defense can be gashed i'm not sure this should be nine and a half i'm tempted by this over after we saw the buffalo bills defense do today but no 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 play on me in northern new york this early with the weather and whatnot yeah i think that's where you gotta go and 47 is fucking well for that yeah i i think it should be i think that should be bet up i'd be fine betting with that up I want to check the weather and be a little more sure on a few things. The Jets and the Patriots, huh? Uh, you blew right by Philly and Indy. I guess that's not up on Bookmaker. Uh, oh, there it is. Um, yeah, I'll go back to bet online. Philly, Indy, another nine and a half. 43 and a half. Philly Frank Reich be- welcomes his old team to town. Oh, no. <laughs> guess Saturday <laughs> will be coach and matt ryan presumably has retained his job as starter he earned it undefeated jeff saturday versus a philly team we haven't really seen beat anyone good yet (laughs) on short rest upset alert is where i'm at colt's money line i'm kidding please don't do that but it's i mean if if it's matt ryan and jt's healthy and they run a game plan like that they can certainly stick you know stay within three touchdowns of philly yeah this isn't the raiders by any means but it is still philly it is still philly in a short week yep all right let's skip that one skip washington houston jets new england you mentioned patriots and mac jones are laying four points at home coming off rest Two teams coming off their buys which is tradition yeah. with the new england patriots they play a team that is also coming off a buy Bill loves that. I don't know why. Loves it. Let's give him a little bit of credit for it, I guess, and lay the Patriots. I don't know. The Jets are the Jets suck. This is not a good team. Wilson is not a good quarterback. He's going to throw them out of this game, presumably. Um, the Jets, the Jets without Brees Hall, obviously, are a way different team. I guess I'm just going to lay the Patriots. I'm probably going to lay with Patriots, but I don't care if it's four or five, five and a half, so I can just wait until limits go up a little bit, I guess. Um, Detroit Giants? Got to read here? So, so both teams were lucky to cover today, I think. And that's I bet the Giants. I got that money. I'm happy that they did, but I still don't know if they deserve to win that game by more than three points, truthfully, once it came down to it. Giants games have all been based on just things like that, where luck comes into it, where it's, hey, here's a turnover just in the perfect spot of the field for this game. Sorry, I thought I heard somebody was yelling outside. But, uh, I mean, think about the Seahawks game, too. (laughs) The Giants had luck go the opposite way, where they took two possessions away on those fumbled punt. Fumble punt, punt recovery fumbles. Like mm-hmm. it, same kind of thing to there today too with the the Texans. Just some really poorly timed turnovers for the Texans. Otherwise, they probably stay within a touchdown. So I don't know if the Giants are actually all that good. If you go up against a team with a bad run defense, though, just they're gonna they're gonna run Saquon thirty times. 
<sighs> yeah. I don't have a strong take right now, but God damn it. I kind of want to back the Giants. I mean, the, the uh, Lions at three and a half because I feel like that's a field goal game either way. Um, Rams, New Orleans. So we have two teams who have quit. <clears throat> They're playing each other in the Big Easy. Uh, Thanksgiving is on the horizon. They're probably thinking, making plans, spend time with family. Um, two basically recently eliminated teams. And one of them is a one and a half point favorite. Do you get an honest effort out of either the Saints or the Rams in this contest? And do we expect more John Wolford? That's definitely something to monitor. That's a big downgrade. I think the most important thing is to watch for Cooper Cup. If there's no no cup, it's it doesn't matter who's in at quarterback. And if it's no cup and you're Stafford and you're marginal, they're like, yeah, I'm I'm still hurt. I'm I'm good, guys. Like, what's our record? Oh shit! All right, yeah. Cup Cup looked the Cup entry looked bad. I think that's high ankle. I think he's probably done for a bit. Maybe the season honestly put him on ice. There's no reason to get him hurt. So this total's thirty nine and a half for a reason, guys. Uh, I still might tickle down. I'm half tempted to take this under. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta is two point two and a half point favorites, almost three point favorites against Chicago. Totals forty nine. Finally, giving respect to some Chicago Bears totals. Awful game. No I'd actually, yeah, I, I think the total might be a bit high, but I'm certainly not going to bet an under in a Bears game. Just it's it's high enough to keep me off it. But I, I won't be going the other way. I, I'm not sure I'm super trusting with the Atlanta Falcons offense, even against a bad defense here, to put up a, a grip of points. Like if this goes over, it's a Bears blowout. I'm, I'm not sure we see a, a Falcons offense that just throws up 30 on these guys. It is at home, I guess, maybe. But they will run effectively. It'll be a close game. No interest in the spread. I I don't. I don't know if anyone should be favored here. This should probably be a pick them. Interesting. Um, Looks like the Legals are hanging a forty-one on that uh, Rams Saints game. Yeah, under city. I would. I would take that under. That's a bit off market. Um, yeah, there's some stinkers like Raiders Broncos is a really rough one, too. What's what's the Raiders record right now? Two and seven. Uh, excuse me, the, the Broncos. Three and six. Yeah, so another couple teams that are well out, out of, it. of it. With first year head coaches, probably the two most likely head coaches to not find themselves on the same sideline next year. They gotta be, I mean, these coaches gotta be playing for something. But you still got to motivate a team that you may have lost the locker room for. Uh, Raiders rallied and played hard. Last time they played the Broncos, got a win. Uh, this one now is in Denver. Denver is two and a half point favorites. Both teams' teams suck. Both these teams can die a slow death. Um, pass. Uh, Chiefs take on the Chargers. So we got a re- rematch of the game that ruined the season, uh, where um, 
<laughs> where Justin Herbert got hurt and the Chiefs won a game they should have lost would have made made things so much more interesting. Um, Chargers now go to LA as seven point favorites on the look ahead. Um, they don't actually have that up live at anywhere. I don't know if yeah, someone has. We'll get we'll get that number. We'll get that number before. We will talk tomorrow on that one, I think. Dallas, Minnesota also is insane. I'm not sure why that's off the board at Bookmaker. Can you imagine? So here's the thing. Somebody get hurt? Not really. I didn't see much for Minnesota injuries. Like Dallas, I, I, don't, I don't think there was anything late that mattered. I mean, Gallup is always hurt, but. That's... Last time we played this game, Josh Allen had a UCL injury that was going to keep him out three weeks. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's on bet online. Um, the Minnesota Vikings defense is still not good. Uh, uh, I mean, are they going to hold Dallas? They're opportunistic. Je- uh, Patrick Peterson's taken something that got him playing well. Yeah, he's well ahead of the curve on drug testing right now. <laughs> I mean, that was just a poorly thrown ball. He just kind of ran it. Yeah, but he's, 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 he's pl- but he's playing well regard- outside of that. Yeah, it helps. Um, I'll have to ruminate on this a bit. Minnesota, it's funny, being as good as they've been on the record and still can't be a home favorite against a team that just lost to Green. Total seems a little low to me, but I'm going to have to ruminate, ruminate on that a little more. Bengals, five-point road favorites to the Steelers. I No chase still. Steelers won the first game of this. Yeah, no, yep, the Steelers with Wattback maybe have a semblance of a pass rush here. Are you betting the Steelers for the second straight week? The Steelers a bet, bet on team? I mean, they're three and six. They're very well out of it, but Mike Tomlin is playing for a 500 record. So they're trying to win games, Andy. I don't care how bad the team is. Too. He he's not a he's not a lose the locker room kind of guy. He just garners too much respect, I believe. Where do you think this market goes? I kind of want to bet the Steelers here because I think their pass rush is enough to keep them in this game, and they you know they lose by field goal a lot. It's a five, though. God, what a dead number. I'm going to wait and watch this. If I steam, if I see steam one way or the other, I'm going to further evaluate it. But I'm interested in Pittsburgh. I don't think right now they're a touchdown worse. It's close. Six and a half point dogs on the road week one. And Cincinnati's gotten better. And Pittsburgh's gotten worse since then. So I don't know. And just matchup wise, the fact that there's a pass rush going on and that seems to completely befuddle Cincinnati. Like, oh no, they're yeah. allowed to try to tackle her quarterback. This is probably a fair fair price, if anything, yeah. Pittsburgh's aside. Yeah, I think you're right. If this gets if this gets bet up to like if I get a six, six and a half, I'm gonna have to snag it. What got flexed into the prime time? Casey? I think it was. KC got flexed in prime time. Cincy Pittsburgh's in the afternoon now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. I don't think uh not a lot of strong not a lot of strong looks there. I 
kind of want to become a World Cup podcast for a month or so because I need a break <laughs> from the NFL. Like, there's no edges on any of these games. And the way that today broke coin flip the wise was extremely depressing. So, the highlight, yeah, the highlight of my I think day I was. I just want to back off for a while. The highlight of my day was Calhoun photoshopping uh, me onto Guy Fieri's face. Oh, can you send me that? It's the it's the group photo <laughs> of FSM right now. So you'll it? see it. Yeah, he just changed the the group chat to my page. Oh, that makes me feel better immediately. And then, yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> we can we can do some World Cup time. I like this one. Do I you had some... you and Guy Fieri are related. So... Oh God, thank you, Dan. That's actual Guy Fieri. So I watched Diners. I watched the show that often. I watched it the that's other day. Actually, Guy Fieri. Where's no, the end? Where's the one? Where's Shut the one up. with the <laughs> Did I tell you this? I watched Diners, Divins, and Dives the other day, and they were in Sioux Falls at, at a restaurant I've actually been to. Yeah, okay. that's just Guy. Where's not now? Show me the Photoshop. Yeah, Guy Fieri, I do the Photoshop one now. <laughs> That's in incredible. Canada, two fifty. Well, hopefully it's a cash. Incredible. Uh, who's the really good Canadian player who hurt his hammy is out for the World Cup? Oh, I don't know the names of the. You know who I'm talking about, Euro- though, right? Yeah, if they're not European or, or from Brazil, I don't really know him. I think he's a Bayern Munich kid, and he's not going to play or something. Canada's in deep fucking trouble. Honestly, the in- <laughs> I might look at a parlay of uh, all Concacaf teams to not advance. Ooh. It would be uh, basically Wales would take our spot, Canada and Mexico would fail, and then what's the last one? Just Costa, Costa Rica? Rica. Yeah, Costa Rica is already a. I have uh, if you've watched Brown Bag on Friday, I put together a parlay of basically. Can you, just, can, you can you give me a, a little bit of a primer on where your feelings are? It's hard. Like there's five or six teams that can legit win. I don't think betting a team to win is a good idea. I put a little on Germany, and there's I no there's no potential bias in the um in the path. Dude, there always you know, is. That's you know the how, angle. You know how much money Pinnacle's taking on sides for this? Like, I, yeah, follow yeah. the steam, follow the mm-hmm. steam, and probably just play that if you agree with it. I don't know, man. Isn't it like every one of these games is basically like a Super Bowl market? Yeah, yeah. They're they're gonna take. They're gonna take six figures at half, uh, or seven figures on every game. Like okay, so, that, that'll be their limits. But yeah, so, no realistically though, what uh, what were some of your thoughts? Um, I bet a couple teams were, and maybe this was the wrong way to look at it, but teams I like to win their groups, but I took them to win to go to the quarterfinals, because if they do okay. win their group, okay, then it's coin flip that, that they win that game. Well, they, then they have an easier match in the round of sixteen because they'll be playing a runner-up, and there's a lot of there's a lot of spots for them to like, you know. One of them was, it was like, hey, you'll play the Wales or the U.S. if you win your group, you're going to the quarterfinals, and it's so instead of like three to one to win the group, I played four to one to get to the quarterfinals because, uh, for the most part, I think worst cases they get second, and then you're not dead, you're in a bad position, but you still have a chance to win that game against, you know, a better team. So I ended up on uh, Uruguay and Senegal to get to the quarters. You think just, Senegal can win, can win group A? Yeah. I ended up 
I ended up going with a couple of just fun. I already feel better not talking football. I, I donated money on Golden Boot. Golden Boot is the worst. It's some guy that scores like six goals in the group stage and then just coasts. Like uh, last time out, it was Harry Kane. He didn't score in the last three matches because people were like, well, look, Harry Kane won, and they made it all the way to the third place match. He had the maximum amount of matches. He didn't score in any of the matches that mattered. Like he 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 had like three against a you know fucking Turkmenistan you or whatever. Fucking in tell the him. You tell him. So well, I just it's it's so hard. Like, <laughs> take, take some long shots on that. So I, I played uh, Benzema and I made Pete give me one. He gave me uh, Vinicius Junior. I figured I should have a Brazilian, even though there's like seven guys that'll probably have two goals. It'll just be spread around there. So I yeah, Uruguay to win their group and then go to the quarters was probably my favorite look because Femi agrees with it. So did Food Stop. Uruguay. Uruguay. Is Suarez sh- suiting up? Is he off his suspension for biting? <laughs> I think I think the suspension has lapsed at this point. So, all right, what day? What day of the week is it? What channel is this on? I have so on my other TV. I have an Amazon. Dude, do you know Suarez NBC. is on the squad? He's the most capped capped player. Yeah, I have NBC, Amazon. Oh man, ESPN. I'm sorry. He is not the most capped player. He is the second most capped player. Do you have, do you have a guess as to who the most capped uh, Uruguayan? That goalie that got shot. The goalie that got shot is the second, third most capped. He has 133. Suarez has 134. The most capped with 159 is the team captain. Cavani? Diego Godin, defender, now plays for Velez Sarsfield, the Argentinian team. Why would I want to watch the Washington Capitals? Why am I on ESPN? This game is not ESPN. Diego Godin was, of course, at Inter Milan for a while, Atletico Madrid forever. He played at Atletico Madrid for 2010 to 2019. Villarreal, yeah. Godin is your uh, is your team leader for Uruguay. Best of luck to you. He's a million. He's a million years old. Uh, the Not worried about most capped. The goalkeeper. Fernando Muslera. Oh, that's my last look, and then I'm going to go watch football. Oh, he's been the goalie at uh, Galatasaray since 2011. How about that? How about that? Anyway. Um, Sorry, go ahead. The, the goalkeeper. And Dan, Dan pointed out that uh, he's not in the best of form in the EPL right now, but Edward, Edward Mendy. He's Chelsea's goalkeeper. He's Senegal's goalkeeper. I just looked at like the 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 markets, the markets for uh, like to make the finals. And Uruguay was like, or excuse me, Senegal was like twenty five to one to make the finals. But Mendy was like eighty to one to win the Golden Gloves. That's insane. Like, and I'm like, if he, if they make the finals, that's, he's getting that's why he's, he's getting a look. And he's certainly one of the best goalkeepers in the tournament. No, no, it's because thanks to him. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll need some offense, and they need obviously they need Mane to be healthy. But like this is a it's a, it's a thing. Like if you love a team to go deep and you want to bet them to go to the semis or to the finals, look at some of the awards as well. Because I'm not saying take all your money and shift it to the award. I'm saying split it up. So I think if you like if you like Senegal to go deep. 
you like Edward Mendy to have a look at the Golden Gloves. And with that, it's football. I love this. I love this, man. Um, people want a little bit of Super League uh, content, so uh, I'll leave it up to you because my thoughts – I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't give out my edge in the Super League. It's no, too, that's, it's too that's, valuable. That stuff's under lock. <laughs> it's too valuable. Um, top score in the Super League this year? You got to guess. Who's the good guy from Cousin Pasa? It's not him. Yeah. It's Fenerbahce's Ener Valencia. He is Ecuadorian. He has 12 goals this season <laughs> like, so far. I like Dan's guessing. <clears throat> Here's Haji a real Haji Wright is number two. Yeah. Nine goals this year. Four. Uh Antalya Spore. It's the fucking yeah, it's just uh, all the goddamn Istanbul teams. Look at us, look at us. Clowns. Clowns. Yeah. So. All right. right. With that, we're going to call it a night. We'll be back at half. Drew's going to have three or four more glasses of wine. I'm going to uh, catch up and figure out how this team scored. Who scored? It was Carter. DeAndre Carter. Fun fact, Air Valencia faked an injury in a game to avoid being arrested at the game for failure to pay child support. Playing for the next. Tales of the Sun. I was watching that game a lot, game.